Blog Talk Radio. Open minds, open minds. Well, 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 well. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Monday, March 28th. 2016 Hashtag I love Mondays because it's Open Minds Radio Show with Queen X And Ross Queen On the now, mic On the mic I wish I was Jamaican so bad <laughs> And then some days I wish I was British Is that weird? No oh, no. Doesn't matter <laughs> Doesn't matter <laughs> Weird is the new normal Okay. So. No that's not true but it's okay Normals are overrated oh. What do you mean? Because everybody wants to be normal. Everybody is those people who you see wearing the same shoes as everybody else, the same outfits, you know, the same doing the same things, trying to buy the same cars. So normal is overrated. Normal is the people that want to fit in. Weird is not the new normal because there's still people who are weird, weird that are misunderstood. They just don't get it. It's like your mind is an enigma. So weird is not the new normal. Well, I would say the reason why I say weird is the new normal, <clears throat> excuse me, because you get a, I see a lot of weird people. We're just not weird the same way. So that's what separates right. us, you okay. know. It's like, you know, I see a lot of weird stuff going on. I'd be like, really? You, that's what you like or that's what you do? And that's how you okay. do Okay, sure, right on. Like, <laughs> you know, so it's like. You know, but I'm starting to see that more than everybody being the same. You know, so okay. it's just like, huh, okay, sure, whatever. Okay, I guess, you know. <laughs> yeah, I dig it. I don't know. That's, just, that's, that's why I say weird is the new normal. Plus, it's one of those catchphrases that I that I like to say that kind of throw people off guard. It's like, what do you mean? I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, okay. it is what it is. Use your mind. But anyway, (laughs) today, you guys, it's a pretty chill episode. We're just going to wing it because, you know, we like to have some stuff planned, but sometimes we miss a lot of stuff when we plan things. So this is, like, really extemporaneous style. We do have some things we want to talk about. You know, it's kind of one of our chitty-chatty roundtable episodes, you know, so feel free to chime in at uh, twitter.com slash openmindsradio. You can also find us on Instagram at Open Minds Radio. And uh, we're on Snapchat, but you know what? I'm not going to lie. We don't even really use Snapchat because we don't really be in the studio. We be out and about making moves and doing all these yeah, other things. We get around, you guys. <laughs> we definitely get around. I mean, it's like one day I'll be doing a show from, you know, uh, West LA, and maybe Ross Queen might be doing a show from Carson. You never know. Either way, we all over the map, all over the map. But it recently has been Easter Sunday, and you know I got my messages. I got my my um, my text messages and my wishes for a happy Resurrection Day. And I don't know. It's kind of funny because. When I was younger, it was like Easter, 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 Easter. And then as I got older, like, you were a rebel if you said Happy Resurrection Day. (laughs) You know, because it's not exactly Easter. It's, well, this is the real reason for the season. That's one of those rhymes that pious Christians like to say. This is the reason for the season. So to be reminded of this reason, you know, I get these messages, Happy Resurrection Day and whatnot. And it's like on one hand, I'm like, well, maybe I should share that with people who celebrate Easter because I would like for them to have a happy day. But I don't really celebrate much of anything these days for various reasons. And so would it be against my, you know, my, um, I guess, integrity within myself to say things like, Happy Easter, Merry Christmas, or Happy Thanksgiving. 
I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I get, I feel like, am I I the only one that goes through this? To try to figure out, you know, am I supposed to say Happy Easter because you celebrate Easter, even though I don't really celebrate Easter? Or do I just say Happy Holidays? I heard somebody do that today. Oh, just Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. But, I mean, Rosalind, are you there? Because, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm here. My background is probably probably loud, but um, I I most definitely say happy holidays. I'm I'm more of that type of a person. I don't say happy Easter or anything like that. When it is said to me, I go ahead and respond because you know it's polite to respond, but I don't share the same thoughts they do because I don't I don't see the things they do it 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 doesn't make sense to me there's a lot of things that as I got noted I've come to question about this so-called resurrection day and and the holidays and all the things that they've pushed on us when we were younger and you know when we were younger we never really had a choice it was more so, you know, your mom is picking out your outfit and, and burning your hairs out and putting the ponytails in and you and your cousins all dressed alike and now you got to go Easter egg hunting. And it was fun. It was fun to us because it was time to, to run wild and get candy and, and, and money and, and, you know, but when you get older, it's a dead issue, kind of, no pun intended. <laughs> that was very punny. well you know i um i came across something on dictionary.com that i wanted to read to you guys i was looking up a word and you guys know i I like words and everything so uh make sure you guys learn some things okay by having such occasions on your phone if you can play fruit ninja you can learn some things okay so before i even get into that the word of the day, according to dictionary.com, is um, cogno, cognomen. Let me play it. Cognomen. Yeah, cognomen. It means any name, especially a nickname. Okay, so cognomen. Use that one day. So um, they all have this slideshow about different things according to the season. And there's one as a slideshow called All in One Basket. Eight eccentric expressions about, like, eggs, I guess, and stuff. And so I was reading it through, and I just had, no, it was actually one about, um, I think this is the wrong slideshow, but it was one about rabbits or something. Oh, yes, so what's the difference between a bunny, a rabbit, and a hare? So... I actually thought it might have something to do with the length of their ears or something, but I was wrong. In case you didn't know, hares are larger than rabbits. They do not burrow like rabbits do, but they make nests in the grass. So hares have exposed nesting sites and are precocial. Another word you can look up, precocial is spelled P-R-E-C-O-C-I-A-L, when born, requiring little parental care. Um, they go on to say the word hair does not come from the word hair like on your head, but possibly from the West Germanic word, I'm going to try to pronounce this, kasan or Dutch, kase, I don't know how to pronounce either German or Dutch, but it means gray. Um, hairs are usually shy and isolated creatures, but their spring mating ritual makes them most conspicuous to humans during March and April. The turn of phrase, mad as a March hare, hints at mating season, when hares can be seen boxing each other as part of their raucous courtship ritual. Okay, and so then it goes on to ask, how did it become the Easter Bunny? And it says, German immigrants brought with them the tradition of Kris Kringle, a.k.a. Santa Claus, and the Easter hare. The night before Easter, children would find a quiet corner in their house and make a nest out of clothing for the Easter hare to come lay eggs. This is the origin of the Easter basket. The word hare has dropped on its way across the Atlantic, or was dropped on its way across the Atlantic, and the fuzzier, cuddlier word bunny, a diminutive form for young and small animals, was applied in its place. So why a hare and not a chicken to lay the eggs? 
It says the intensely short gestation period and well-known reproductive speed of hares and rabbits have a long cultural association with spring and fertility. Eggs are also a fertility symbol. So during the Lent fast, Catholics traditionally were not allowed to eat eggs, so they became part of the Easter feast. So while I was reading this, I was like, huh, where does that have to do with Jesus being resurrected? Because that's what I was taught. I was taught that this was a time for us to celebrate, you know, the miracle of Jesus dying on the cross. And in three days, when they went to go look for his body, it was not there. And it's supposed to be the celebration because he shows up to, you know, his core, you know, his rider dies. And he's like, yo, I'm here. This is me. Look at the holes in my hands. And they're like, oh, my Jesus. What is this? So I want to know, and I'm going to do more research, how is Easter or how did Easter become Resurrection Day? Or did somebody just go, we're just going to throw that in there and just call it that so you guys can. I don't know. Like, what do you think, Rusty? Um, I heard that Easter was ripped off from one of the Egyptian goddesses. Esther, I believe it was, and that her symbols, which were the bunny and, you know, the eggs, represented fertility. She was a goddess that the women prayed to, you know, for fertility, that, you know, I would like to have children and stuff like that. So I feel like it's just another culture rate. They decided to take somebody else's culture and fit it to their own um, devices, and it doesn't really make sense when it's all picked apart as a whole. Bunnies don't lay eggs. What? They don't. So, but as you stated in the story you were reading just now, bunnies do reproduce at a uh, at an alarming rate. They can have a bunch in one litter. I'm gonna call it a litter because I don't know the technical term for you know a gaggle of rabbits, but you know they can they produce multiple offspring at once. So why not use that as a symbol of fertility? It just it's just when the world tries to take things and, and, and destroy the originality of it that it doesn't make sense. Just now, it really I mean, you know, for those of you who are interested in finding answers, you know, um these questions have always sit with me. Where did the rabbit come from? Why are there eggs? And everybody says it has something to do with um with fertility and blah, blah, blah. But nobody really actually seems to know, you know. So uh, if you guys are interested, I would definitely say find some books to read. You can Google some. You can go into, into the library. But also find a book that was published probably in the 18th century or the 19th century, a book that's kind of old because, Anything that you find in the 1900s or 2000 is probably tampered with in the sense that it's based on another older book. So, you know, if you do pick up a book from now, you want to use that and find, okay, well, they got this information from this source and they got this information from that source. And you go to that actual source and you read and you find what they find. And then you can make your own conclusions. And that's how you study, and that's how you learn. You keep asking your questions. You say, well, why does she say that? And why does she say that? And what are the similarities? If you notice the similarities between uh, the explanation that I gave versus Ross Queen, it has something to do with fertility. Maybe that's really the case. But where was the bunny originated? You know, where did the, the rabbit in Easter in Christianity? My question is, how do you tie a rabbit to... Christianity. How do you tie the word Easter to resurrection? That's what I want to know. So we're going to um, take a quick break. we got some Lauren Hill coming up, and um, we're just going to marinate on that. We're going to be talking about some Cat Williams pretty soon and some more stuff. So make sure you guys keep staying tuned in to the Open Minds Radio Show. We'll be right back. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. 
Damn, back in the Disney. What y'all youngsters know about that? <laughs> they don't know nothing about it. Nothing at all. <laughs> so, um, Cat Williams. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was going there too. <laughs> Cat Williams has been, you know, I was, um, I was watching this video. Um, I forgot the man's name. Why do I do this? Um, Professor Griff, that's his name. He talks a lot about, you know, the secret society's impact on, you know, black America a lot. And he was Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you too honest about what's really going on, they're going to find a way to mess you up and and destroy your career and your image. And somebody asked him, you know, about, he mentioned, he, he was like, Cat Williams? Oh, they're going to get him. And he made mm-hmm. that video a couple of years before the first issue where where Cat Williams was having issues. And, and Professor Griff was like, yeah, you know, um, they're going to make him look crazy. They're going to make him look drugged out and all type of stuff just so that they can discredit everything that he ever says after that. You know, and what happened? Oh, Cat Williams is deranged. He's on drugs. He's in and out of jail. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, wait, Griff, so you called it. And did you and did you hear the latest arrest that they said? They said that they raided his house and found him covered in chocolate. 
naked. Yeah, no, I I didn't I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah, that was the latest one. I think I read that this morning. Yeah, I did. They said that they um they raided his house because there was a warrant for him because of the fight with the seventeen year old boy, and they raided his house and they found him naked, covered in chocolate. First of all, if he was naked, covered in chocolate in his own home, that's his business. <laughs> that's for real. Y'all, y'all broke down his door, so don't be spreading his personal business. You feel me? But then it's like there's so much that they're doing, and it's like um. Why would you just destroy someone who is? It, it, I don't know. It's just it's it's upsetting because I still have so much respect for him. I do because a lot of the stuff that he's gone through. When you hear him talk about the reasons why, he's still a clearly in um, a sane person. He's very sane. He's very smart. And it's just it it all like you said what what he was saying the years ago before they started really messing with Cat and he had his first incident it, it it speaks volumes it's true it's very true to say the least yeah it's it, it's just crazy like you know I I saw you know first I was like okay it's another another you know time where Cat Williams just went off and did what nobody else was willing to do. But mm-hmm. when I actually listened to what he was explaining, because, you know, he's still doing his shows. He's still getting paid. So, of course. you know, when he started speaking about it, he was like, so just let me clarify exactly what happened. And so he told, you know, what happened and and how this guy – this kid was just running his mouth and to mm. prevent himself from, you know, cause he's like he's 17. He looking around like, where's your mama and daddy at? This is a setup. <laughs> like who's, who's setting me up right now? That was his question. So he was like, you know what? Let me just change my posture. Maybe the way that I'm standing is making this boy think that I really want to fight him. Right. And so he sat down on the wall. And the but boy then walked the up to boy him. walked up on him like, so he said, "Let me change my position again." <laughs> and you know, so you're hearing his right. So hearing yeah. his, you know, um, uh, his, you know, recap on everything, it was just like you got a point, you know. So he was like, "Either I knock you out." Or somebody's like the same way that I could reach over and pop you in the mouth one good time is the same way somebody could reach over and shoot you. So I'd rather be the one to punch you in the face so you know what would happen if you're messing with a real life thug. Like, you know, like somebody that's really about to, that don't care about your life kind of thing. About that clap life. So, you know, and everybody's like, well, the kid, he had a good reason for beating the kid up, but he still sent a sucker punch them. At the end of the day, what should he have done? If you, if you have some 17-year-old boy who think he's grown walk up on you just because you're the same height, and you got him by, what, twice his age, what, what are you supposed to do? Call for his mama, who obviously wasn't there when they interview the kid afterwards he's a minor you don't see his parents nowhere when they interviewed that kid like you know what happened with cat williams well you know he was just playing soccer and you know i'm like so who paid you <laughs> at this point that's what i'm thinking like who paid you well, who who gave you an incentive to go start some mess well, Cat Williams, for what? Why? What did he do to you? Well, Either see, you're one of those youths who just like to start stuff just because you think, oh, Cat Williams is famous, so I should go try to, you know, start some mess and to get on because everybody recording anyway. Or I don't know. Either that's it or you had a whole nother reason. What well, other see, reason could it possibly be? Well, see, in the in the version that I saw, I saw pretty much the same thing. I didn't see the interview with the kid, though. What I did see is a woman from that same um, place where he was um, put out a, a, a tweet about it. She's like, y'all need to leave him alone. She's like, um, that's my hometown. I was there. And she was stating that 
the boy, um, Cat was actually giving out money. He was playing with the kids, and he was giving out a $100 bill. And that he wanted to, he decided he was done playing before that young man got any money from him. So the young man got upset about it and decided to call him on it. And Cat Williams, being the kind, the comedian he is, decided that he's going to just shoot jokes and not even really pay any attention to the kid. Yeah. And that's when it escalated into everything else it was. And like you said, I saw the same thing. He's like, you know what? Let me go ahead and change my posture because maybe my posture is making you think that I'm thinking that I'm jumping big and bad with you. And I saw where he said, he stood up like, okay, now that's enough. That's good. We good. You can always get on my face. And the young man decided he didn't want to. And I feel like if anybody decides that I'm going to still be in your face after you, and the adult tells me not to, then they deserve what's coming to them. He didn't swallow the boy. He hit him one good time. I wouldn't have done the same. That little hot <laughs> heifer come up in my face with her mouth. She wouldn't have got hit this once. She wouldn't have got hit this once because I feel like if you're in my space, close enough for me to feel, feel threatened enough that I need to hit you, then that's your fault. You was asking for what was coming to you. And can't nobody who watched that say that the little boy was not asking for what came to him because I watched Cat walk away to the boy at one point in time in the video. But you can't tell me that he antagonized the little boy. And I, No, 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 no. The little boy had what, had what was coming to him. He wanted to think he was big and bad and grown, and Cat was finished off. Look, you're not big and bad and grown as you think you are. You you think you can't get touched, and I touched you. That's what it is. And that's, that's the rule. And, and what he was saying was, he was like, if y'all think I got beat up by a 17-year-old boy, y'all crazy. And he was like, I got military experience. <laughs> what do you think I look like? I don't know if he has military experience or training or whatever, but, you know, I'm scrolling through, and I, I haven't been able to actually listen to this video, but it's a video by... Um, that says Kevin Hart clowns Cat Williams for getting beat up by a kid. And all I can think of is how short Kevin Hart is. <laughs> and I'm like, Kevin, neither one of y'all got any nerve to be talking about who could get beat up by who at this point. Because, yes, he, like, Kevin Hart, he's funny you fitness freak and all of that good stuff. I'm pretty sure he's really a strong dude. But at the same time, all his his uh, his comedy is based on him being weak because he's short, because he's small. And so it's like for somebody who plays to that, to be clowning Cal Williams, who, yes, he's small, but he's always been in power positions, if you notice all of his roles. The last, the only time he wasn't, he was talking about pimp down, pimp down, <laughs> you know, or when he was, that, I forgot what video, what movie it was, and he was in prison. But long story short, I'm just like, Kevin, you should be the last person to clown on a fellow short man about getting beat up, quote, unquote, by a kid. Because how do you know he didn't throw the fight? Because he was a kid. Because guaranteed, if you if Ke, if Cat Williams had won that fight, he'd have been in jail. If Cat Williams would have won, he would have been in jail. Bottom line. So he did the smart thing. He got his little sucker punch in. And then he was like, all right, do whatever you want. <laughs> Go ahead. It's cool. But... Before we get into the last little bit of the show, we're going to talk a little bit about WonderCon. You know, we got uh, WonderCon is actually, I think it is it, no, it's it's trending on Instagram right now. So we're going to go through and take a look at some of these interesting comedy type, um, not comedy, but comic, um, uh, what's the word? I'm drawing a blank, you guys. We're going to basically look at some WonderCon pictures on Instagram, talk about what we see, what we like, what we don't like. We're going to clown. Now, I really wish, though, I really wish that I was 
able to go to something like that. But I would really only want to go if it was, like, Harry Potter related. So, you know, I'm a Harry Potter fan. But anyways, um, we're going to take a quick break and listen to some more music. But I'm trying to figure out what it is that I want to hear right now. Do I want to hear something smooth? Do I want to hear something bumping? Hmm. I don't know. Do I want to do I want to play some R&B? I think I'm going to play some Tory Lanez. Oh, yes. Huh? That's even better. Some Tory Lanez? Yes. I was going to say we can yeah. run but you know, she's my baby, though. It's okay. Play <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, you can do more than just say it. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and um, play this real fast, and we'll be right back. You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Tell mama you know I Always want you to You gon' have to do more than just You gon' have to do less for you Tell mama you know I You gon' need to do more than just Not gonna make our show political, 
how about them elections now? <laughs> I'm happy. I am ecstatic. I cannot believe that with the way the stats are right now, Bernie Sanders and Hillary are finally beating Trump. It really That's looks like Trump is, is, is down for the count. It looks like he's done. It looks like there will be no Trump for president. And I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. And, and here's my question because I've only been more so following as far as the numbers because I get the results from my phone. I haven't really looked much into each of the candidates. But um, as far as Hillary goes, I haven't heard too much good things about her. And Bernie, I've heard mixed emotions because, I mean, he was active, um, you know, in the revolution in the civil rights movement with Martin Luther King Jr., to be precise. And he ha- is an advocate for everybody. He, he he loves everyone. But there are still some bad things said about him. So here here's my question to you, Queen X. Who would you feel would be the best candidate for our next president? Hillary or Mr. Bernie Sanders? I mean, I was going to say Black Dynamite, but, you know, <laughs> if I had to choose. Well, you know, I'm looking at the headlines, you know, L.A. Times is saying that even Sanders supporters are united behind Clinton and because they're against Trump as a common enemy. And they say, you know, um, what, what's the saying about the the enemy of my enemy makes you my friend or something like that? Yeah, the enemy of my friend, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, okay, and then there's also Huffington Post saying that it's time for Hillary Clinton to concede the Democratic nomination to Bernie and that he's pulling even. Uh, Washington Post is saying he's pulling even with Hillary in a new poll and that he he can really actually win the nomination for um, Democratic run for president. So I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty cool. You know, I, I personally have nothing much against Hillary Clinton, but from what I have seen, you know, snippets of the um, the debates, it's like, you sound like you spitting rhetoric to me. And, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know how accurate it is, but I did see um, a post about where her money is coming from for her campaign versus uh, Bernie's. And if I'm not mistaken, Hillary's a good old girl, you know, um, kind of like how Bush was a good old boy. And I don't really feel comfortable with it. So um, if that's the case, you know, and, of course, I'll do my research before I go and, and vote. But I know for damn right. sure I would prefer Trump to stay at home with his daughter and let us be. Hey, wait, I was know. supposed to bury you. <laughs> so yeah, more power to Bernie. So um, also, just changing the subject, the subject a little bit. I know we're we're going to talk a little bit about WonderCon in the last twenty minutes, but before we get into that, I wanted to give a shout out. And I don't normally do this, but um, no less knowledge on Instagram is the word no dot ledge and then knowledge uh, all one word and they have 12.9 thousand followers over 4,000 posts and it's a very it's very pro-black and it's also just uh, it just hits home for a lot of things and you know I was I recently was listening to something and you know I'm always listening, and um, they were saying how interracial marriage and interracial relationships are considered a sin because of something in the Bible saying something. I don't remember exactly what it was. And now I don't agree with the fact that it's a sin, but I don't mm-hmm. think that it's smart. And so I was on, I just happened to be across this page and I saw a post that seemed interesting. And then I'm scrolling down and scrolling down and then I see 
a picture of Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali. And it says, interracial breeding is a destruction of the black family. And you see this young, apparently white young boy who I guess is a descendant from Ali. And, you know, holding up his, his memorandums and stuff like that. But if you look at his family, they look white. If you look at the Jacksons, you know, from Michael Jackson and everything, you look at their whole family, black, afroed out. And then look at their descendants. Their descendants. They look white. So it's like, hmm, interesting. Now, on one hand, you could say that that's a lie because if you're 1% black, well, then you're black. Well, that may be in character or in DNA, but if we are looking at skin tone, well, then that's a whole nother issue, you know. And so um, if you guys are interested in just, and that's just one of the things that I noticed because I was thinking about that last week, but um, there's some very poignant posts, you know, these posts on here that will make you think about some things. I mean, like really take a minute and be like, dang, like, you got a point, like, you know, <laughs> and right. even in the in the caption, the caption makes it very clear, he says, don't be mad at my post, be mad at history, let me make you uncomfortable right quick, and that makes it, I mean, that's important, you don't really get to a change until you become uncomfortable, Right. and so, um, you know, it's it's just, it's just something that I I wanted to point out to you guys. Because if you're interested in being awakened or if you're interested in being just hip to what's really going on, you know, find these these pages like this and and get to see exactly, you know, what's what's going on. It's just it's it's not necessarily refreshing but <laughs> you know, it's no, just, it is. It is. It, it is in its own way refreshing because that change yeah, in its own way. is what makes you think. It was, it's what makes you think, and it makes you want to find out things. And when you start finding out more and more things, it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, because I don't know about everybody else, but I was lost. A lot of things didn't make sense to me, a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm like, why doesn't this work? And what, the, what, what is this? And when you start researching and figuring things out, it's like, oh, now I get it. And Get how people say, okay, if you have one drop of black, you're black and everything else, but they don't understand that if I take and pour out half your Pepsi and pour more water in it, it's still Pepsi, but you don't want it, do you? It's not. Right. It's gross. So if, for them to say that if there's just one drop of black, it doesn't matter, but it does matter when, like she stated, Michael Jackson's kid. They look no part African at all. They don't, and, and it doesn't make you, and, and, and it's, it's really sad, but it doesn't make you accept them as readily as you would somebody who is, you know, thick lip, broad nose, after out, because that's something that we see. When 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 people were back in in, in slavery times and everything and and I know a little bit of it because my my family is Creole, they used to pass. My my technically my grandmother she could pass for a white woman if she chose to, and so mm-hmm. back then being light was not something that was was popular because those were the people who were leaving us to our own struggles. And I say us because I'm of darker skin. I'm I'm dark. I broad nose, broad you know, thick lips, kinky hair. Like so I say us. And that is why there's still so much of a uh, of a the whole team light skin, team dark skin. Yeah. Yes, there's because, still that segregation yes, exactly. there mentally. Mm-hmm. You know. Because I mean honestly I would love to have everybody see each other and be like, mm, yeah, you're black, we're good. Like, you know, that would be right. great. But, you know, we have that whole stigma still embedded in us that light is better because it's closer to white. And frankly, I don't see how that logic even can, I mean, I see because of status, because that's what is praised, that's what's put on a pedestal. 
But in all actuality, everything that is praised came from black culture. So mm-hmm. why not celebrate the origin? Why not celebrate where it actually came from? That's just like saying, oh, I like Mexican food, but I don't like, I like it food. when it's from Mexico. What do you mean? That's authentic Mexican food. Why don't you like Mexican food from Mexico when that's where the heck it comes from? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, I like corn rolls, <laughs> right? Not on black but food. I just, but I just don't food. like I don't like where they came from. Like, what? That's rude. If that's the case, don't partake in the cornrows or, you know what I'm saying, or whatever it is that you're talking about, you know. So it's just like, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. But if you guys want to take a look at it, if you guys want to take a look at it, like I was saying, it's, it's no dot ledge knowledge, so like no ledge knowledge. Uh, on Instagram, that's N-O dot L-E-D-G-E, K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E. If you guys want to follow them, and I'm um, pretty sure you'll you'll find some things um, similar, you know, in, in other profiles. Um, we're going to actually play this quick little Kendrick Lamar before we talk about some um, Comic-Con. So uh, we're going to play Complexion real fast. So we'll be right back. Find an air beneath the kite, uh, that's a 
always want to be. I ain't talking J, mm-mm, I ain't talking B. I'm talking days we got school, watching movie screens. And spike your self-esteem, the new James Bond gonna be black as me. Black as brown hazelnut cinnamon black tea. And it's all beautiful to me. Call your brothers magnificent, call all the sisters queens. We all on the same team, blues and pyrus, no colors ain't a thing. Babies with no care. Yeah, yeah, Gosh, I think your connection is bad. Probably, but you were talking. Go ahead. <laughs> you said what? I said you were talking. You, you go. Keep, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I couldn't hear you for a second. Um, no, I wanted to make this clear to anybody who is listening because I said something, and I just want to make it abundantly clear. I am one love. I love everybody who loves everybody. If you love me, love you back because that's how it's supposed to be I only have problems with those who have issues with me or anybody else because then there's no reason to love you <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear because I, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it was abundantly clear that I am one love it's love, peace and love to everybody well yeah, I mean to a certain degree and you know uh, and real quickly before we get into that I did you know, with the WonderCon, we are making some of our favorite costumes from WonderCon this year, and we're posting them on our Instagram. Um, so make sure you guys at the Minds Radio and check out some of those photos. Um, like I said, it's on Instagram, Minds Radio. So go ahead and follow us and like whatever pictures you can from WonderCon. Um, lastly, you know, just to kind of be clear. With uh, what Austin was saying, I would like to just point out that this show is not politically correct. We're not here to make you feel good. We're not here to have you agree with us. We are here to expose whatever needs to be exposed, whether it's right. a painful truth or it's a happy truth, whatever it is. Now, when I say one love, what I'm saying is. I can respect you as a human being. It's not my place to try to kill you. It's not my place to try to make you sick or hurt you or do anything outside of what I got going on. But at the same time, there are some people who don't deserve my attention. There are some people who don't deserve the level of love that one would get from me if they were, you know, like a Ross Queen or or like a sister or a mom or something like that. You know, only because most, you have to kind of gauge. I don't think that true love really has, you know, conditions as far as, you know, giving it is concerned. At the same time, though, there needs to be some kind of consideration, I think, on how how it's delivered. Because it needs to happen in a way that's a win-win situation for all the parties involved, you know. So if being next to you and loving you is hurting me but you're benefiting, that's not cool. I need to step back and love you from a distance. So, you know, it's just like, you know, when I say that and when, when Ross Queen clarifies, I also want people to know, you know, we're not here to be nice. That's not our job. Our job is to be truthful and as real as we can be. And that might change some opinions, you know, here and there from time to time. We might realize something that's like, oh, snap, you're right. And that does change everything for me. You know, like like this information about the interracial marriages. I can see how it can destroy a black race. But I can also see how it can spread it. True. 
I can see, you know, and at a time, there was a time where blacks and whites were not supposed to be together, you know, and it was because they wanted to keep it pure, you know, so understanding what that means now, I can honestly say that I don't really see nothing wrong with that. Now, back in the day, is it something that, you know, I would have wanted to do? Probably not, but somebody else would have, you know. And I don't, you know, I don't think that it should have been regulated so much so to where people was getting killed for looking at a white woman or vice versa, you know. But at the same time, we can't all have it 100% the way we want it. It's just not going to happen. Right. But there's always consequences. There's always consequences. It's advised not to have same sex relations, but people do it. It's advised in, in various texts, not just the Bible, but in various texts of rules and ways of life. It is suggested that you not mix races. And when you think about it, if black is, and I'm saying this because I am black. And because that's what I care about. Sorry, white folks couldn't care less to a certain degree. But at this point, I'm talking to my black people. When it comes to us, if life started with us as black people, we shouldn't have been, you know, messing with white folks, what some scientists would call Neanderthals at some time. The pigment and everything has been so... The, the racial lines have been so blurred that now it seems the light skins and the white skins are taking over. For survival reasons, it would make more sense to have more of the original kind. True. If we were concerned about power, we'd be thinking in similar ways. If we were thinking about power, we would be thinking about power in numbers, which means you better not be no man dating no other man. Don't listen to your flesh that way. Right. You need to procreate. Don't be no woman messing with no other woman. It ain't going to go nowhere. We need numbers. And it's not just grandma wanting to be grandma and have more grandbabies. No, I want to have my bloodline keep going. You know right. how many bloodlines are going to stop because somebody's son is gay and that's the only yeah. boy left in the family? Or somebody's daughter is gay and don't want to have no kids? So, it's, it's and, and now we have HIV AIDS killing off people. We're eating all these foods that cause cancers. People are getting mm-hmm. tested without knowing with all these. There's so many things set in place to kill us black people. And it's just swept under the rug because I'm supposed to be PC and love everybody. And, oh, I, I should I should be accepting of the fact that you're totally gay. I should be accepting of the fact that you're white and you want to date somebody black. And, frankly, I will tell you straight up and down. I don't care what you do, but just know that how I see it is not going to change. You're right. killing my race, slowly but surely. If a hundred million of you are doing the same shit, Oops. you're killing me. You're killing my race. Oops. So it's just like that's still the fact. Right. And if you want to change it, go ahead. But I love me some black men. <laughs> no. So I mean, rise clean. We got like a thirty seconds left on the show. You want to close out with some nice? Yes, I would like to close out with a lot of nice things. I want to tell everyone out there that this is the time for you to figure out what's best for you. What's best for you? That means don't let people in your brain. Don't let them tell you what to think. Don't let them tell you how to be because nine times out of ten. They don't know how to be themselves anyway. 
and to be loving, peaceful, and prosperous because that's just the way to be, man. Be hippie like, smell the flowers, walk outside, get your feet dirty, connect with the earth, be be one again with Mother Earth. I mean, just live, thrive, be happy. I mean, I'm I'm really more so hippie now, so I'm trying to spread the same <laughs> thing that I do. Cause it really makes me happy. I wake up happier now. Because I decide to take the time to, oh, I woke up and I got an attitude. No, maybe I need to go walk barefooted through the grass. Cool grass in the morning. You know, simple things that do uplift your mood and your body and your vibrations because it's it's the truth. There's so many natural things we can do for ourselves that we don't even realize it. We always trying to medicate. No. Tune into nature. Be a plant for a day. Go, go bury your feet in some soil. <laughs> Just feel how good it feels. Be just be and not worry about things. That's all I gotta say. Cause it's just it's just being, living, loving, learning, being happy with everything and everyone. So with that being said, you guys have an awesome Monday night. Have a great start of your week. I hope we put some things on your brain that you can think about, wonder about, research, and learn from. But don't get too caught up in the learning process. Actually, apply some of this and just live. You know, you'd be surprised that, you know, the kind of power you get just from knowing stuff. Right. You know, but when you know how to apply it, it's even better. You know, so yeah. with all that, peace and love, you guys. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Share the show. Uh, we may be taking a quick, maybe not so quick break in the next coming weeks. So if you hear some reruns, don't trip. We will be back. But in the meantime, make sure you share the Sigma's radio show and we Audi 5,000 cents. Love you guys.